Section 6 of Comic Tragedies by Louisa May Alcott. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Section 6 Ion. Note to Ion. This play was found too uninteresting for presentation and was left unfinished but is here given as a specimen of what the young authors considered very fine writing. The drama was, of course, to end well. Cleon, being free, at once assembles a noble army, returns to conquer Mohammed and release Ion, who weds the lovely Zuleika, becomes king, and lives happily forever after. Characters Mohammed, the Turk Read by Thomas Masu Cleon Prince of Greece, read by Linda Velwest. Ion, son of Cleon, read by Algie Pug. Adrastus, a priest, read by Marty Chris. Hafiz, Turkish envoy, read by Matthew Reese. Hassan, a slave, read by Peter Bishop. Murad, a slave, read by John Steigerwald. Abdallah, a slave, read by David Lawrence. Iantha, wife of Cleon, read by Amy Graymore. Zuleika, daughter of Mohammed, read by Elizabeth Clatt. Maiden, a slave, read by Max Schörlinger. Selim, a slave, read by Rashada. Scene first, room in the palace of Cleon, Iantha and Adrastus. How warily the days wear on, and the heavy hours so fraught with doubt press like death upon my aching heart to the young the fair the happy life is a blissful dream filled with bright joys for hope like a star beams on their pathway but to the grief-worn heart worn with weary watching vexed with sad cares whose hours are filled with fear endeavor thronging sorrows whose star burns with the dim uncertain light o oh, weary weary is the pilgrimage joyless the present dark the future and the sooner all is o'er the better daughter thou hast forgot the radiant star may pale and fade but he who giveth its light still liveth turn unto him thy worn and bleeding heart and comfortless thou shalt not be father i cannot when i would pray for resignation words fail me and my soul is filled with murmuring while round me throng visions of battlefields and death ever comes before me the form of cleon no longer bright and beautiful as when burning with hope and confidence in his high calling he went forth to conquer or to die but fallen bleeding perhaps dead or a captive in the dungeon of the pagan doomed to waste in hopeless misery the long years of his manhood and my boy what will be his fate father can i think on this and pray tis hard iantha but to his aid alone canst thou look up to save thy husband from the horrors of a bloody war call on him and he the merciful will in thy great need be near thee enter Madon. a stranger craveth audience Iantha rushing forward. A stranger cometh he from my lord? I know not, lady, but as a messenger is he clad, and with great haste demandeth speech of thee, saying he bore tidings of great import. 
admit him instantly exit madon father do thou follow and speed him hither i hasten to obey thee bear a brave heart my daughter i feel that hope is near exit adrastus iantha joyfully hope thrice blessed word wilt thou indeed visit this doubting heart once more and sweeten the cup thou hast so long forsaken enter hafiz welcome comest thou from my lord thy tidings speedily to the wife of cleon late commander of the rebel greeks am i sent to bear tidings of their defeat by mohammed now master of all greece and my lord the noble cleon betrayed defeated and now lying under sentence of immediate death in the dungeon of the sultan lost 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 falls fainting on a couch enter adrastus daughter look up there is yet hope there is no time for rest up rouse thy brave till now unconquered heart and cast off this spell and thou slave hence away exit hafiz iantha rousing defeated imprisoned condemned words unto one heart fraught with such dire despair tell me father oh tell me truly do i dream enter ion who stands listening tis no dream the rough soldier did tell thee in rude speech what i was hastening in more guarded words to bear thee tis true thy lord is in mohammed's power a victim to the perfidy of pagans and doomed unto a speedy death nay iantha shrink not but as a soldier's wife glory in the death of thy brave knight dying for his country and in his martyrdom take to thy soul sweet comfort comfort oh man thou little knowest woman's heart what to her is glory when him she loveth is torn from her for ever what to the orphan is the crown of martyrdom the hero's fame the praise of nations the homage of the great will they give back the noble dead heal the broken heart tear bitter memories from the wounded soul to whom earth is desolate nay father nay o cleon would i could die with thee this mighty sorrow o'erpowers her reason and will destroy all hope iantha daughter rouse thyself let thy love thou dost bear thy lord now aid in his deliverance from the wealth of thy heart's true affection devise thou some way to save him aid me father i have no power of thought i will trust all to thee ion approaches i know not what to counsel thee my life hath ill-fitted me to deal with soldiers and with kings but if some messenger nay it will not serve none will dare brave the anger of the pagan and death were the doom of such as approach him other than as a slave and yet perchance he might relent oh were there some true heart fearless and loving to aid me now in mine hour of distress where can i look for help ion coming forward here mother i will seek the camp of mohammed thou my ion my only one no no it may not be thy tender youth thy gentle untried spirit tis madness e'en to think on mother am i not a soldier's son cradled midst warriors runs not the blood of heroes in these veins 
are not my father's deeds his bright untarnished name my proud inheritance what though this tender form is yet untried what though these arms have never borne the knightly armour no victor's laurels rest on his youthful brow and i bear no honoured name among the great and glorious of our land yet mother have i not a father for whose dear sake i may yet purchase that knighthood for which this young heart glows am i not the son of cleon verily doth a spirit move the boy look on him now iantha and let no weak unworthy doubt of thine curb the proud spirit that proves him worthy of his sire my son my fair young ion thou art all now left my widowed heart how can i bid thee go the barbarous pagan will doom thee to a cruel death how canst thou an unknown youth move the fierce heart that hath slain thy sire fear not mother he who calls me to this glorious mission will protect me shall i stand weeping while my father still breathes the air of pagan dungeons while the base fetters of the infidel rest on his limbs and his brave followers lie unavenged in their cold bloody graves while my country's banner torn dishonoured is trampled in the dust and he the proud the brave till now unconquered defender of that country's honour lies doomed to an ignominious death o oh, mother bid me go Iantha, speak to the boy let him not say his mother taught him fear my ion go strong in thine innocence and faith go forth upon thy holy mission and surely he who looketh ever with a loving face on those who put their trust in him will in his mercy guard and guide thee girds on his sword farewell go with thy mother's blessing on thee now is my heart filled all anew with hope and courage and i go forth trustingly father thy blessing kneels before adrastus go thou self-anointed victim on the altar of thy love bless thy pure faithful heart ion rising farewell embrace me mother iantha pressing ion to her breast farewell my ion and if the great father wills it that i will not look again on thee in life into his care do i commit thee farewell mother farewell and if i fall mourn not but glory that i died as best became the son of cleon draws his sword and now leap forth my sword henceforth is there no rest nor honour till we have conquered father i come i come ion rushes out iantha rushes to the window tears off her veil and waves it to ion curtain scene second tent of mohammed maps and arms lying about mohammed and hafiz and spake they no word of ransom or of hostage none sire the lady lay as one struck dead and the priest foul christian dog made me go hence and tarry not and held you no speech with those about the princess sure there were some to listen to thy master's word great master i sought in vain to set before them the royal will at first it were as though a spell had fallen on them nay some did turn aside and weep rending their hair as though all hope were lost then when i strove to win them to some counsel they woke to such an uproar cursing thy perfidy and vowing most dire and speedy vengeance on thee clashing their weapons and crying down with the pagan dogs then 
drawing forth their lances with fierce oaths, they drove me from the gates in such warlike manner I could but strive with haste to make good mine escape, and without rest have I journeyed hither to bring thee tidings. By the prophet, and is it thus they serve the royal messenger? But they shall rue it dearly. Cleon shall die. Tomorrow's sun shall never shine for him. The proud Greeks shall learn to dread Mohammed's ire, and bend their haughty heads before him in the dust. I offer ransom, and they will not hearken. I send them honourable terms, and they thrust my messenger rudely from their gates. They have dared to brave me. They shall feel my power. Mighty Mohammed, if thy poor slave might offer counsel, were it not wise to tarry till the Greeks on cooler thought shall seek thee with some treaty, which may avail thee better than such hasty vengeance? How much more worthy were a heavy ransom than the life of a single miserable prince? Peace, slave. I have said Cleon shall die, and by Allah. So I have not word from these rebel dogs ere three days shall wear away. His body swung from the battlement shall bear them tidings of Mohammed's power. Enter Salem. What hath befallen, Salim, that thou hast come in such haste? Most mighty king, there waits without a youth demanding speech of thee. A youth? Who may he be, and what seeks he with us? Most gracious sire, I know not. Our guard surprised him wandering without the camp, alone, unarmed, save with a single sword, young, and I think a Greek. Abdullah seized him as a spy, and led him hither to await thy royal will. He doth refuse all question, demanding to be led before thee, where he will unfold his errand. A Greek! Bring him before us. And he prove a spy, he shall swing before the day waxeth older by an hour. Hence, bring him hither. Exit, Salem. By Allah, my proud foes have designed to send us messengers, and seek to win the favour so rudely scorned. They know not Mohammed, and, so they humble not themselves, will sue in vain. Enter Salem, dragging Ion. Your mightiness doth behold the youth. To Ion, who stands proudly. Kneel, slave. I kneel not unto tyrants. How bold, stripling, weigh with more care thy speech, and forget not before whom thou dost stand. To Selim. Go, slave, and stand without. See that none enter here unbidden. Exit Selim. Speak, boy, who art thou? And why dost thou seek thus fearlessly the presence of thy foe? And beware thou speakest truly, if it is as a friend to treat in honourable fashion, or as a spy, Thou now standest before us. I am a Greek, son to the noble Cleon, now thy captive. I seek his rescue. Son of Cleon? Now, by the prophet, tis wondrous strange, and thou hast ventured alone in the camp, amid thy deadly foes. Speak, boy, thine errand. To offer hostage, to treat with Mohammed for a father's life, to move to pity or to justice the heart that hath doomed a noble soldier unto an unjust death. Hast thou brought ransom? Where is thy gold? In the coffers of the Turkish Mohammed, plundered from his slaughtered foes. Thou spakest of hostage. I see it not. Tis here, the son of Cleon. Thou, and thinkest thou thy young, worthless life were a fit hostage for the leader of the rebel band, the enemy of all true followers who capture hath cost blood and slaves and gold? By Allah, boy, 
thou must name a higher price to win the life thou dost seek i have naught else to offer thy hand hath rent from me friends followers gold as sire but if this young life hath any worth to thee if these arms may toil for thee this form bear burdens to thy royalty take them take all o king but render unto me that life without which greece is lost peace thy speech is vain thy life is not to me i will serve thee as a slave in all things do thy bidding faithful unwearied unrepining grant but my boon and monarch shall never have truer vassal than i will be to thee great mohammed let me not plead in vain peace i say anger me not o king hast thou no heart think of the ruined home the mourning people the land made desolate by thee of her who now counts the weary hours for tidings of those dear to her tidings fraught with life or death as thou shalt decree of the son by thee doomed to see his honoured sire hero of a hundred battles dragged like a slave unto a shameful death as thou wilt have mercy shown to thee that mercy show thou unto me o oh, say to me thy father lives away i will not listen nay i will kneel to thee i who never knelt to man before now implore thee with earnest supplication tis for a father's life kneel not to me it is in vain thy father is my captive my deadliest foe whom i hate and curse i and will slay boy dost thou know to whom thou dost bow ion rising proudly to the pagan mohammed he who with murderous hand hath bathed in blood the smiling plains of greece profaned her altars enslaved her people and filled the land with widows tears and orphans cries he who by perfidy makes captives of his foes refusing hostage and scorning honourable treaty turns from all supplicants closes his heart to mercy and tramples under foot all pity and all justice the murderer and the tyrant yes king i know to whom i plead mohammed in great anger ho without there guards selim away with this prisoner bind him fast see he escape not mohammed stands not to be braved by a beardless boy hence guards approach with chains lay not hands upon me i am no slave one more appeal may a son look once more upon his father ere death parts them for ever may i but for an hour speak with cleon once more thou mayest look upon the rebel greek when he hangs from yonder battlement thou mayest gaze unbidden as thou will away with to-morrow's sun he dies so soon o king nay the son of cleon kneels not to thee again turns to go stay yield up thy sword bend thy proud knee and surrender unto me the arms thou art unworthy to bear ion drawing his sword this my sword girded on by a mother's hand pledged to the deliverance of a captive sire dedicated to the service of my country unstained unconquered thus do i surrender thee he breaks the sword and flings it down again thou dost brave me away with the rebel bind him hand and foot he shall learn what it is to be mohammed's slave hence i say i am thy captive but thy slave never thou mayst chain my limbs thou canst not bind my free-born soul lead on i follow 
Exit Ion and Guards. Curtain. Scene third. Tent of Zuleika. Guitar, Ottoman, etc. Zuleika, pacing up and down. Night draweth on apace, and ever nearer comes the fatal hour. With tomorrow's dawn all hope is o'er, for Mohammed has sworn the Greeks shall die. And when was he e'er known to fail in his dread purpose? In vain have I wept before him, imploring him to have some mercy. In vain have I sought with golden promises to move the stony-hearted Hafiz. All, all hath failed, and I am in despair. And that brave youth, his true heart filled with love's pure devotion, seeking by the sacrifice of his own life to save a father, and now each moment bringeth nearer the death-hour of that father, and he is mourning in solitude that he may not say farewell. Where can I turn for help? Ah, Hassan, my faithful slave, he is true, and loveth me like his own. He must aid me. Claps her hands. Enter Hassan. Hassan, thou lovest me, and would not see me grieve. Allah forbid! Thou art dear to old Hassan as the breath of life, and while life lingers, he will serve thee. Then must thou aid me in a deed of mercy. Who doth keep watch to-night before the tent of the young Greek? Mine is the watch. Wherefore dost thou seek to know? Hassan, thou hast sworn to serve me. I have a boon to ask of thee. Speak, lady. Thy slave doth listen. Thou knowest that with the morning sun Mohammed hath sworn Cleon shall die. Such is the fierce anger he doth bear his foe, he hath refused all mercy, and scorned to listen to the prayers of the young prince, who hath journeyed hither at peril of his own life, to place himself in the power of the king as hostage for his father. It is indeed most true, poor youth. Tis of him I would speak to thee. Mohammed, angered at his boldness, hath, as thou knowest, guarded him in yonder tent, denying him his last sad prayer to speak once more in life with his father. Oh, Hassan, what must be the agony of that young heart to see the hours swift speeding by and know no hope? What wouldst thou have me do? Lead him to his father. Give him the consolation of folding to his breast the beloved one to save whose life he hath sacrificed his own. Dear mistress, thou art dreaming and cannot know the danger of so rash a deed. Bethink thee of Mohammed's anger, the almost certain doom of such as dare to brave his mighty will. I pray thee, let not thy noble heart lead thee astray. Thou canst not save him, and will but harm thyself. Hassan, thy love and true devotion, I well know, doth prompt thee to thus counsel, and in thy fear for me thou dost forget to think of mercy or of pity. I thank thee, but thou canst not move me from my firm resolve. Again I ask thee, Wilt thou aid me? Hassan, falling at her feet. Pardon, but I cannot. Heed, I implore thee, the counsel of thy faithful servant, and trust to the wisdom these grey hairs have brought. Thou art young and brave, but believe me, maiden, dangers of which thou dost not dream beset the path, and I were no true friend did I not warn thee to beware. Do not tempt me. I cannot aid thee to thy ruin. Then will I go alone. I will brave the peril and carry comfort to a suffering soul. Turns to go. Hassan catches her robe. 
Maiden, once more let thy slave entreat. Thy father places faith in me. I am the captive's guard. Peace, Hassan, peace. If life be then so dear to thee, and thy duty to thy king greater than that thou dost owe to thy fellow man, Allah forbid that I should tempt thee to forget it. But did death look me in the face, I would not tarry now. And thou wouldst seek the captive's cell? This very hour. Soon it will be too late. Thou knowest not the way. Soldiers guard every turn. Oh, tarry till the dawn, I do implore thee. The darkness shall be my guide. Allah, my guard, shrouded in yon dark mantle, none will deem me other than a slave. Again I ask thee, wilt thou go? I go. I will no true man to tremble when a woman fears not. I will guide thee, and may Allah in his mercy shield us both. Say thy prayers, Hassan, for thy head no longer rests in safety. Come, let us on. The moment's speed. The darkening gloom befriends us first to the tent of the young prince, and while I in brief speech do acquaint him with mine errand, thou shalt keep guard without. Then will we guide him to his father, and unto Allah leave the rest. Shrouds herself in dark mantle and veil. Lead on, good Hassan. Let us away. Fold thy veil closer, that none may know the daughter of Mohammed walks thus late abroad. Come, and Allah grant we sleep not in paradise to-morrow. Exit leading Zuleika. Curtain. Scene fourth. Ion's tent. Ion chained in an attitude of deep despair upon a miserable couch. He does not see the entrance of Zuleika and Hassan. Stand thou without as watch, good Hassan, and warn me if any shall approach. Exit Hassan. Young Greek, despair not. Hope is nigh. Ion starting up. Bright vision, whence comest thou? Art thou the phantom of a dream, or some blessed visitant from that better land, come to bear me hence? What art thou? I am no vision, but a mortal maiden come to bring thee consolation. Consolation? Ah, then indeed thou art no mortal, for under grief like mine there is no consolation, save that which cometh from above. Nay, believe it not. Human hearts are at this moment hoping, and human hands are striving earnestly to spare thee the agony thou dost dread. Are there then hearts to feel for the poor Greek? I thought I was alone, alone midst mine enemies. Sure, these fetters are no dream, this dark cell, the words, thy father dies. No, no, it is a dread reality. The words are burned into my brain. Is death then so dread a thing unto a warrior? I had thought it brought him fame and glory. Death, O oh maiden, to the soldier on the battlefield, fighting for his fatherland midst the clash of arms, the fierce blows of foemen, the shouts of victory neath the banner of his country, the gratitude of a nation, the glory of a hero round his brow. Death were a happy, I a welcome friend. But alone, mid foes, disgraced by fetters, dragged to a dishonoured grave, with none to whisper of hope or comfort, Death is a cruel, a most bitter foe. Mine errand is to take from that death the bitterness thou dost mourn, to give a parting joy to the life now passing. Oh, hast thou the power to save my father's life? Oh, use it now, and Greece shall bless thee for thy mercy. Oh, that the power were mine! How gladly would I use it in a cause so glorious! I am but a woman, 
and though the heart is strong, the arm is very weak. I cannot save thy father, but trust I may still cheer the parting hours with a brief happiness. Lady, thy words of kindly sympathy fall like sweet music on my troubled heart, and at thy magic call hope springeth up anew. Thou art unknown, and yet there is that within that doth whisper I may trust thee. Thou mayest indeed. Heaven were not more true than I will be unto my word. Hassan pauses before the door. Lady, the hours are fleeting. It were best to make good speed. Hassan, thou dost counsel aright. Morn must not find me here. To Ion. Young Greek, thou knowest with the coming dawn thy father dies. Aye, ere another moon doth rise that life, so dear to Greece, shall be no more. The heart that beat so nobly at his country's call be still for ever. I know it well. And hast thou no last word for him, no parting wish? O oh, maiden, my life were a glad sacrifice, so that I might for a single hour look on him, for the last time say, Father, bless thy Ion. That hour shall be thine. Fold thyself in yonder cloak, and follow me. Follow thee? And whither? To thy father's presence. Thou shalt spend with him the last hours of his earthly life. Stay not, this friendly gloom will ere long pass away. Ion, falling on his knees and catching her robe. Art thou my guardian angel? Oh, may the consolation thou hast poured into a suffering soul fall like heaven's dew upon thine own. And if the prayers of a grateful heart bring hope and joy and peace, thy life shall bloom with choicest blessings. Oh, maiden, how do I bless thee? Kisses her robe. Speak not of that. Kneel not to me, a mortal maiden. Thy gratitude is my best reward. Hassan, lead on. Lady, I do thy bidding. First, let me lead thee to a place of safety. Nay, Hassan, I tarry here. Thou canst return. I will await thee. Now make all speed away. Let us hence. My heart can ill contain its joy. Oh, my father, shall I see thee? Hear thy voice. Feel thine arms once more about me and die with thy blessing on my head. Heaven hath blessed my mission. Shall we depart? The hour wanes. I will follow whither thou shalt lead. But stay, is there no danger unto thee? Will thy deed of mercy bring suffering to thee, my kind deliverer? Fear not for me. Yet one pledge must I ask of thee on which my safety doth depend. Tis this. Swear that from the moment thou dost leave me until thou art again a prisoner here, Though the path lie plain before thee, thou wilt not fly. I swear, thou mayest trust me. Yet once again, breathe not to mortal ear the means by which thou sought'st thy sire, and let the memory of this hour fade from thy heart for ever. Ion bows assent. What pledge have I of thy secrecy and of thy truth? The word of a Greek is sacred, and were not my gratitude my surest pledge to thee? Pardon, I do trust. Now haste thee. Ion, pointing to his fetters. Thou dost forget I am a prisoner still. Hassan, unloose those fetters, and give the Greek his freedom. Hassan takes off the chains. Ion springs joyfully forward. Now am I free again, and with the Turk's base fetters have I cast off my fears and my despair. Hope smiles upon me, and my father calls. Oh, let us tarry not. Zuleika, folding a dark mantle round him. Thus shrouded in safety thou mayest reach his cell. This ring will spare thee question. Hassan will guide thee. 
and I will pray for thy success. Farewell. May Allah aid thee. Lady, though I may never know thee, never look on thee again, the memory of this brief hour will never fade. The blessed gift of mercy thou dost bestow will I ever treasure with the deepest gratitude, and my fervent prayer that all heaven's blessings may rest upon thee cease but with my life. Falls on his knee and kisses her hand. Pardon, tis my only thanks. Spirit of mercy, farewell. Follows Hassan. Zuleika gazes after him, then sinks down weeping. Curtain. Scene fifth. Tent of Cleon the Greek. Cleon, chained, pacing to and fro. A few short hours and all is o'er. Cleon sleeps with his fathers. I could have wished to die like a hero in my harness, and have known my grave were watered by my loved one's tears, to take my wife once more unto my bosom. Once more bless my noble Eon, and pass hence with the blessed consciousness of victory won. Tis bitter thus to die, ingloriously, and alone. Proudly raising his head. But the name of Cleon is too dear unto his people e'er to be forgotten. The memory that he strove ever for his country's welfare shall strew with tearful blessings his unhonored grave. Steps approach. Voices are heard. Ah, they come. They shall find me ready. Enter Ion. Has mine hour come? I am here. Ion casts off his cloak and springs forward. Father, oh, my father. Cleon, starting back wildly. Thou? Here? Yes, thy Ion. Bless me, father. Kneels. Cleon, raising and clasping Ion to his breast. Here, on my heart, dear one, I turn to meet my executioners and see thee, my boy. Great heaven, I bless thee. They embrace tenderly and weep. Thou hast come thither. How? Alone, with my good sword. Thy guide through the perils of the way, my child? The good father, who doth guide all who trust in him. And thine errand? To behold thee, my father, and with my life to strive for thy release. My noble boy, thou hast come unto thy death. Oh, who could bid thee thus brave the doom that must await thee? My mother bid me forth, and as she girded on my sword, she bid me seek my father with her blessing on my mission. My brave Iantha, thus for thy country's sake to doom thine own heart to so deep a sorrow. Looks sadly upon Ion. Tell me, my son, did thy mother bear bravely up against the fatal tidings? I had feared her tender heart might but ill meet a blow so fearful. Speak to me of her. When the rude Turk did in rough speech acquaint her with thy fell defeat, she sank as one o'erpowered by her grief, praying the friendly hand of death might take her hence. But soon the spirit of the Greek rose high within her, and banishing her fears, with brave and trusting heart she sent me forth to seek, and if it might be, save thee. Ah, my father, that I might die for thee. And thou hast come to see me die. Dost thou not know that with the night thy father passes hence, and when the stars again look forth it will be upon his grave? Father, tis because thou art doomed that I am here, and if my heart speak truly, those same bright stars shall serve to guide thee back to freedom. Thou dost speak wildly. What wilt thou do? Wilt thou brave the king? Nay, I have knelt for the last time unto Mohammed. I have offered him my liberty, my service, I, my life itself, and he hath scorned me. 
I have deigned to bow before him as a suppliant, and he hath spurned me. I have sought by all the power love and despair could teach to move him, and his ear was closed to me. I seek him not again. Child, what hath led thee to the presence of the king? How didst thou brave the frown of him, before whom even armed men do tremble? Didst thou dream thy feeble voice could reach a heart so cruel, that thy prayers could soften one who knoweth not the name of mercy? Love can brave all dangers, it giveth wisdom to the untaught, strength to the weak, hope to the despairing, comfort to the mourner. Love hath been my guide, my guard. My boy, my Eon, truly doth God place in the pure heart of such as thou his truest wisdom, his deepest faith. Embraces him with deep emotion. But art thou not in danger? Did not thy bold speech anger the proud king? Art thou still free? Let not thy heart be vexed with fears for me. I am unharmed. Ian, deceive me not. But as thou hopest for thy father's love, speak truly. Art thou in danger from the Turk? And in thy devotion to thy father, dost thou seek to be thyself the sacrifice? Answer me, Ian. Father, I sought to spare thy too o'erburdened heart another grief. I am a prisoner in Mohammed's power, and know not if my fate be life or death. Tis as I feared, and thou, the last hope of thy country, must fall. All, all for me! Oh, mine own disgrace were bitter, but to see thee die! Oh, woe is me! Father, were it not better thus to die than in disgraceful peace to pass away with no thought for our fatherland, no proud consciousness of having at the call of duty sacrificed all we held most dear, and leave a name held sacred as one who yielded life and liberty on the altar of his country? But that thou in thine innocence and bloom should meet death at the hands of heartless foemen, and for my sake, tis this that tears my heart. The purer the victim, the more acceptable the sacrifice. But fear not, dear father, the Turk is yet a man, "'Tis against thee he wars, and he will not wreak his vengeance on a child. "'He may relent, and for my love's sake pardon mine offence.' "'Child, thou knowest not, Mohammed. "'He pardons none. "'All fall before him with relentless hand. "'All strew his pathway unto victory. "'Will he then spare and pity thee? "'Nay, sire and son must fall.' "'Stand sorrowfully.' Ion suddenly sees Zuleika's ring upon his hand, and springs forward. Father, thou shalt yet breathe the air of freedom, shalt clasp my mother to thy heart, once more shall lead thy gallant band onward to victory. Raise not bright hopes to crush them at their birth. Wake not to dreams of triumph the heart that hath striven to drive hence all save the solemn thoughts meet for one so soon to pass away. Ion, pointing to the door. See, father, the grey morning gins to glimmer in the east. Tis no time for despair. Haste, father, freedom is near. What doth thus move thee, Eon? Dost thou forget these chains, the guards, the perils at each step? Thou art dreaming. I tell thee, tis no dream. Thou shalt be free. This mantle will disguise thee. This ring open a pathway through the guards. These stars shall be thy silent guide. Wilt thou go? "'Tis strange. Whence then that ring? How dost thou, a captive, wander thus freely, and offer liberty with such a bounteous hand?' 
a solemn oath doth forbid me to reveal to living man the secret of this hour but if ever angels do leave their homes to minister to suffering souls twas one most bright and beautiful who hath this night led me unto thee and placed in mine hand the power to set thee free truth speaketh in thine earnest eye and pleading voice yet i dare not listen to thy tale o oh, father heed not thy fears thy doubts take thy liberty believing it heaven sent no oath binds thee to mohammed thou art no rightful prisoner of war neither duty nor honour doth demand thy stay thy country calls and heaven doth point the way tis true no oath doth bind me to the turk and yet to fly my soldier spirit doth ill brook such retreat then stay not my father but whilst thou may depart bright hopes call me hence life love fame beckon me away hassan looks in the promised hour hath well nigh gone prepare young greek we must away a moment more exit hassan father time wanes once more i do entreat thee go heaven grant i choose aright come ion we will forth together ion folds the cloak about cleon gives him the ring come let us go nay but one can pass forth thou goest i await the morning here then i do tarry also nay ion i will not go hence without thee then all is lost father thy stake and nought avail me it cannot save and thou wilt but sacrifice thine own priceless life then fly with me let me bear thee to thy mother alone i will not go i cannot go a vow doth bid me stay a vow that nought shall tempt me from the camp to-night and when did a greek e'er break his plighted word if thine honour bid thee stay thy father will not tempt thee hence but he may stay and suffer with thee the fate of the faithful throws off the mantle o oh, my father do not cast from me the priceless boon of liberty think of thy broken-hearted wife thy faithful followers thy unconquered foes think father of thy country calling on thee for deliverance what will my worthless life weigh against her freedom and what happier fate for a hero's son than for a hero's sake to fall thou true son of greece mayest thou yet live to wield a sword for thine oppressed land and gird with laurels that browse so worthy of them hassan enters no longer may i stay thine hour is past i come yet one moment more good hassan it is my last once more my father do i entreat thee go thou dost forget a guardian spirit watcheth over me and the power that led me hither may yet accomplish my deliverance if nought else can move thee for my sake go and win for me that freedom mine honour doth now forbid me to seek break not my heart nor let me plead in vain my boy for thy dear sake do i consent i will earn thy deliverance bravely as a soldier should and thy dear image shall be to me the star that leads me on to victory away hassan will guide thee past the guards then fly and heaven guide thee o my father ion again shrouds cleon in the mantle concealing his chains in the thick folds thus muffle thy tell-tale fetters that no sound may whisper to the turks there walks a greek under the free heavens forth to freedom my ian one last embrace god grant tis not our last on earth bless thee thou true young heart heaven guard thee hassan enters in haste art ready we must depart cleon bows his head and follows ion rushes after looking from the tent 
saved saved the morning sun that was to shine upon his grave will smile upon him far far from foreman's power and mohammed thinking to look upon a dying slave shall waken to the sound of his victorious war-trump ion thy mission is accomplished thou hast given a saviour to thy fatherland and mayst fall thyself without a murmur looks up thankfully a loud noise without enter abdallah and murad where is the prisoner come forth i am here comes forward ha ah, here is treason without there the prisoner hath escaped who flieth yonder past the camp tis he forth call for aid search without delay here is foul work abroad first seize yon boy fetter the base spy bear him before the king speed hence murad to ion infidel dog thou shalt learn what it is to brave mohammed's ire they seize ion and drag him away curtain end of section six ion